the I Make a Difference podcast, an adventure of exploration of your human self, the conditioned and unhealed parts of you, and your true self, the natural, real and powerful you. A pathway where you unravel, heal and uncover on your journey back to you. What I'm about to ask you may seem a little unusual and then it may not as well because potentially you've actually explored what I'm about to share and talk about and ask you and you possibly have even worked through it and if you haven't then wonderful that you're joining me for this episode. Have you lived your life or are there things in your life that you have done and even do that are things your parents or parents wanted to do but did not have the opportunity to do or if they did have the opportunity they did not try the various things that you are doing or they did not achieve what they wanted to achieve or could have achieved or are there things they could have been involved in but weren't or were there things they did but did not complete things that you're doing in your life. If you have done any of this, then you have potentially lived the unlived lives of your parent or parents and even your grandparents and even some other person who is a significant influence in your life. And if you have, then did you do so because they actually encouraged and even imposed on you that you do these things? Or did you impose these things on yourself by picking up the responsibility of your parents or grandparents and doing what they were not able to do or did not choose to do? You may have even strived to be and do things that were the opposite of what your parents did. And if you did, then what motivated you to do this? Living out the unlived lives of your parent or parents or grandparents or some other significant person where through their actions and approach with you, they put these responsibilities on you. They actually impose their emotional neediness in the form of expectations on you where you as their child or grandchild was expected to do and live the unfulfilled and unlived lives of your elder. But they do not have to have imposed these responsibilities on you through directly encouraging, suggesting and even planning what you'll be and how you'll be and what you'll have and what you'll do in your life. They can also have indirectly influenced you where you impose these expectations on yourself. Where through your parents or grandparents approach with themselves such as them talking about the regrets of not attending or completing university or not going overseas and traveling or doing a range of different things may spark a desire in you to go and do those things and to complete them. You then find in this scenario that your drive to do these things is not just for you and maybe it's not even about you. And maybe it's not even for you. Your drive to go and do these things is for the parent or grandparents who didn't go or didn't complete what they wanted to. 
And that's what this episode of the IMAP podcast is all about, expectations. And specifically, the expectation of living out the unlived lives of our parents, grandparents, or another significant influence in our life. Hi, I'm your host, Melinda Cates. Expectations, oh my gosh, how much they can rule our lives without us even being aware and conscious they are. Expectations are your beliefs as to what is going to happen, what should happen, what might happen, and what could happen. Four different perspectives and beliefs we can have about a situation or what you or others are going to experience or how you will behave. They are beliefs you have about an outcome that you will potentially or will experience. They are what you wish and dream of happening, so essentially what you hope will happen. They are also what you don't want to have happen, so what you might fear will happen. They are also what is meant to happen, according to you. So they're about what you have worked towards influencing happening. They're also about what you know will happen. And those are the expectations that are familiar to you because you have experienced them in the past a number of times. And with the expectations, well, you know, there comes pressure, there comes the requirement to conform, the requirement to fulfill the expectations, and also the weight of responsibility. Essentially, when you have an expectation, you are planning and predicting what will happen, and that leaves reduced room and space for spontaneity, you being responsive to what actually does happen as opposed to your expectation, and also it reduces the room and space for opportunities that you can embrace and pick up on and reduces the room for freedom. Expectations influence you in that you believe you only have a limited array of options available to you in situations, and any fears and vulnerabilities you have, well, they can pound your choices in how you see and interpret things, and also the number of options you believe you have, well, they become even less. With expectations also comes judgments and opinions as to what's right and wrong, good and bad, what you should and shouldn't do, and more. And what you're doing is categorizing and personalizing your expectations by judging them. And these expectations are driven by you having emotion attached to what you believe is going to, might, should, or could happen. Your hopes, dreams, and wishes are driven by emotional neediness a need to be of value, to be loved, to be accepted, and more. What you don't want to have happen, your expectation in terms of this, is driven by your emotional fear and vulnerability. What is meant to happen is driven by your emotional neediness to be of value and to feel safe and secure, because if it doesn't happen, then you may feel a failure and vulnerable. What you know will happen due to your familiarity of the process in the situation is your neediness to feel safe and secure, to feel comfort, because a part of you is feeling vulnerable. You may not even consciously recognize you have an expectation or that you're being influenced by expectations until you experience an emotional reaction to the outcome that you go through and experience. 
where you may feel disappointed and let down because your expectation is not met or you feel relieved that your expectation was not met, especially about the things you did not want to have happen or you're surprised by the outcome because you met or even exceeded your expectation or something better happened that you did not expect and you're surprised at that. We make life so incredibly complex just for ourselves and even our own expectations of ourselves. So add to that expectations of others where our parents, our grandparents or other significant people in our life put expectations on us. How much more complex does it get? Just to recap, if you have or are living out the unlived lives of your parents or grandparents, then it can be because they have imposed the expectations on you and you've taken them on board and are trying to live up to them. So the expectations were directed at you. And consider the impacts of this on you or through your parents' behaviour, what they said and their approach you impose the responsibility and expectation on yourself. You indirectly took this on board. So what are the areas where a child, including yourself and myself, can experience these type of expectations, where we live out the unlived lives of our parents? It can be in sports, hobbies, musical instruments you play, whether you even play one, school subjects that you take, adventures you go on, Creative pursuits, cooking, career choices, material possessions, and situations, to name a few. A parent or grandparent can either consciously or even unconsciously pressure, push, or even force their child into things that may not be right for the child or grandchild. It's not the child's preference or choice to do what the parent is unconsciously pressuring encouraging and pushing them into. The child is likely to oblige because in a lot of cases they may not believe they have choices or they don't have a choice and also they may want to keep their parent or grandparent or other person happy so that they feel loved and safe and secure. The child might excel and there may be many wonderful outcomes as a result of what they do taking on board these expectations and fulfilling them. But what else can happen is the child can unconsciously suppress their choice, what's right for them, what they're drawn to, what they want to do. Then as an adult, they may experience distant from that parent or grandparent and not be clear on why. Because potentially what's sitting underneath their processing is resentment, grief, an emotion attached to doing what they do. They may even feel they were not understood, not respected or even considered. And this can over the years result in, as I said, distance from the person who imposed the expectations on them. What the adult wanted to do as a child was not what they ended up doing. So that child gave up what was important to them, to do what the parent, grandparent, or other person wanted them to do. A gentleman I met a number of years ago during the I Make a Difference program shared that when he was growing up, 
one of his greatest loves was being involved in and doing art and creative work. His father played sport in his young years, but never fully fulfilled his sporting career. So when he got to his early teens, his father was actually saying to him, come on, son, I want you to play rugby. And he said it a number of times to him. And for those of you that are not familiar with, rugby is rugby union. And that's what he was talking about. His son was not fussed with playing sport. He was drawn to his creative work and his art. But it was something he did at school, playing sport. However, what he wanted to do was keep his father happy. So he played rugby. And he actually turned out to be pretty good at it. However, over time, this gentleman could feel a level of animosity and resentment sitting in him towards his father. It was brewing in him. And he noticed he never allowed himself physically close to his dad, let alone emotionally close. And he was never quite clear as to why. Until during the I Make a Difference program, it came to him. He realised that him playing rugby to please his dad had impacted him significantly. He'd given up his passion, his love. He'd given up art to play rugby. Once he identified what had happened and identified this situation, he was able to work with healing this part of himself. In fact, he even realised that the career he'd chosen and the work he'd been doing had a level of artistic expression in it. And he actually was drawn, after the programme, to go back to his art and expressing more of his creativity. He didn't need to talk to his dad about the situation unless the conversation arose in some way and it was a natural process that gave him a sign. It was an opportunity to share with his dad. But it wasn't about blaming his dad or accusing his dad. His dad potentially did all of that completely unconsciously and maybe even consciously without realising what he was imposing and putting on his son. This gentleman knew he could heal the conflict he had experienced and felt in himself. He could heal the emotions of resentment that he had been holding and work towards accepting what he had experienced, knowing he had choices now as a result of being aware of this. And one of the amazing things that came out of healing himself in this area was his relationship with his father got even closer and stronger as there was no more physical and emotional distance and resistance in the form of underlying resentment towards his father anymore. A child can be left baffled as to why they experience what they do when their parents or grandparents direct them into activities that they've never expressed an interest in. Now I experienced this with my mum. My mother sent me to chess lessons when I was eight, and I know she's going to be going... Oh no, not another story of what I did. But we have a good laugh about this now and she's provided me with so many beautiful insights, learnings and opportunities for growth and distinction. So thank you, Mum. Every Sunday when I was eight, I was driven into town because we lived in the country at the time and I would be required to spend an hour with a Russian chess master. Yes, that's what I was told. I can't verify it but a Russian chess master learning chess. In truth, I so, so did not want to be there. 
In fact, I wasn't even interested in chess, but I really felt a level of requirement and expectation of me to learn it and to be good at it. And I even felt a level of being useless as I really struggled to grasp it. And I would say that was probably because I really wasn't invested in the process. I never had actually said or asked if I could learn chess. Mum had taken it upon herself to enrol me and drive me and support me to do so. Many years later, when I became aware of the fact I was sent to chess lessons without even being interested in it, I asked Mum why she sent me. She said she wanted me to learn strategy. Strategy? Why on earth did you want me to learn strategy from chess, I asked her. The reason was because she'd never learnt about strategy as a child and she believed chess was the way that I would learn it. Mum imposed on me what she had wanted to learn that she missed out on. And by the way, I can't play chess and I learned about strategy from very different experiences that naturally unfolded in my life. And that's part of the issue of this process is when you impose expectations and responsibilities on children where they're living out the unlived lives of what we've been through, we're actually imposing our process on them. We are saying this is what's best for them rather than actually asking them and understanding what they want to do. So it immediately creates a conflict in the energy before the expectations even taken on board by the child. Then there are times where you see the potential in a child and you just want them to express it to their full potential for them to do what you never did. And yes, I put my hand up for this one. A gentleman I went out with a number of years ago had a daughter and she was very talented when it came to swimming. I could see and feel the potential in her. And I remember saying to her, you should really go to swimming lessons and do swimming training because I reckon you could reach the Commonwealth Games. Her response to me was, no thanks. Very politely and respectfully, but very firmly, a no. Hmm. This stopped me in my tracks as I thought, why on earth is she not going to express this potential and ability? So I talked to her further about her swimming and her possibilities and really encouraging her. And now I look back and I go, I was actually really, in a way, pushing and forcing her and imposing my process on her. The beautiful thing is with the grace, the clarity and the confidence, she continued to say to me, no thanks. Then I became aware of what I was doing. I was imposing my neediness to prove myself and succeed and my process on her. I was the one who did not take my swimming talent to the level I truly could have taken it to. I did not fully express my ability in this area and I didn't want her to miss out the way I did. What I had not done, I was imposing on her. I was imposing my expectations on this young lady. I wanted her to do what I never did. Yet she's not responsible for me or what I did not do or achieve. And one of the many things I loved about her was that she was so confident and clear in who she was 
as to what she wanted to do and not do. I've met many young people who have struggled under the weight of their parents or grandparents or other people's expectations of them. It can be a burden that for some is so heavy to carry. In fact, in a number of cases, it can be too heavy to carry, sadly. Young people who are in careers that their family wanted and expected them to do, to bring in the money to support the family, or for them to do what their parents didn't do, or do what their parents did do, but do it even better and go further. These young people were conflicted. They were lost and most sadly battling themselves, fighting what they wanted to do and were passionate about whilst conforming to the expectations put on them. What was beautiful was seeing them find the belief in themselves to take the steps and change their career path. For one, that was what gave them joy and satisfaction. I mean, whose life are we living? We live our life not other people's. They have theirs to live. It took courage for these young people to say essentially no. No to their parents. They had to face the disappointment and judgment from their parents. But what was really interesting was over time, their parents, and this was for a number of them, individually on their own with their child, shared how they wished that they had had the courage their child had when they were younger to do what they had done. Isn't that amazing? A change in the family patterns and generational process. What we do to ourselves, what we do to each other, and like I said earlier, how complex we make life when it doesn't have to be this way. We believe we are being well-intended when we are encouraging and suggesting and pushing children into particular situations or careers or hobbies or sports. Yet we are blind to the emotion within us that's driving our beliefs, behaviours and expectations. It's the parent or grandparents' emotional want for their child so that the parent or grandparent feels better. And it's the child's emotional want to please the parents so they do not hurt them. That drives all of this. Then what about the situations where you impose expectations and responsibilities on yourself because of what you experienced, what you saw, what you heard, as to how your parents were, what they did or didn't do, and how they lived their lives. My mother went to university but never finished her degree. My father was scholastically extremely competent but never fully expressed this. So when I kept working on getting a university degree, initially it was to achieve what my parents never achieved and gain a degree. My parents never told or even encouraged me to go to university. In fact, I have no memory of them even mentioning it to me. Mm, interestingly, most of my teenage years were lived with no expectations, which is just as impacting. And we'll address that one in another episode at another time. Except I did have the expectation from them that I would emotionally react. And that has been a lifetime one I've experienced from a number of people. 
My parents were my drive for gaining a degree, a responsibility and an expectation I imposed on myself. Having them as my motivation actually resulted in me fighting being at university. In fact, I was quite lackluster at times about it and sometimes it felt like I was just going through the motions and I questioned why I was even there. When I recognised this in my processing, I was able to work through letting go of the responsibility it imposed on myself and what I found was I was able to connect to a motivation within me that was about me and what was right for me. So my remaining time at university actually became really interesting and one I gained a lot from as I changed my intention from being there to being all about discovering what I was capable of and that I was there for me. Many times I've heard stories of people who did not want to be like their father, mother or parents and they strove to do the opposite of what their parents did. And in doing so, they imposed expectations on themselves. My mother never had her own secure home, except when she was married to my father. But I look back now and was it ever really secure? Because, in fact, he was the reason her home was taken away from her, not her actions. Seeing and experiencing this with her, drove me to make sure I had security in terms of a home, not just for me, but also for my mother. These were expectations I imposed on myself and never came directly from my mother, but from what she experienced. So it was indirectly. Have you had expectations imposed on you by your parents or grandparents or a significant person in your life for you to live elements of their own lived life. If you have, in what way and by whom? These people, like many, were potentially very unconscious of what they were doing in terms of the process and the impacts on you. You may have experienced wonderful outcomes as a result of this and are even very appreciative of your parents doing what they did which is brilliant because you've embraced the benefits from what you experienced. But I ask you just to check one thing. During this time, was there any pressure you experienced? Did you have any fight of resentment in any way that you experienced in yourself and towards your parents during this process? And if you have some recollections of that, and check if there's any residue or echoes within you for you to still let go of. The reason I ask this is because to be fully accepting and loving of your parents and with your parents or grandparents for what they did, where there's no distance in any way from them, whether it be physically or emotionally, it requires any emotional residue emotion to be healed and released. Because if it's not, you will have emotional distance. And you deserve to have an amazing relationship with them for the remainder of your lives. Then, take a moment and check with yourself. Did you impose any expectations on yourself as to what you should do, how you should be, what you should have in your life, based on what your parents did or didn't do or have? And if you did, 
then check if you're still carrying that responsibility and what the impact of it is on you. Expectations are driven primarily by neediness. A need to prove yourself, a need to feel loved, a need to feel of value, and a need to be safe and secure. When you can fill and heal the need, then you find yourself being more your true self and what is natural to you. And you're more in tune with what is right for you and what you want to do. And guess what? Expectations, pressure and the burden of them cease to be a part of you in your life. Like the young lady who I believed I was encouraging her to express her swimming capability. Believe in yourself. Be confident and clear on what you know is right for you. And for the parents and grandparents out there, I know times are different. And I hear so many wonderful examples of parents asking their children what they want to do or exposing them to different things where the child chooses what is right for them. Keep doing this because this encourages a child to stay connected to the truth and what is true for them while supporting their growth, their development and their learning. And if you've been putting expectations on your child, no matter how old they are, please do not beat yourself up. You've been doing what you believe was the right thing to do. And in a lot of ways, we're conditioned to believe putting expectations on others is part of loving them. But it's not. It's a conditioned way of loving them. And now with more knowledge and awareness, you can do things differently. And if you need to, forgive yourself and embrace what you're aware of now. If you've been like me, and you've been driven to do things because of your parents and what they did or did not do, that you want to do differently, then ask yourself why. And ask yourself, what is it you really want to do that is right by you? And do it. And if it is to continue to do what you've been doing, that was an expectation you put on yourself, then that is awesome. But let go of the expectation and do what you're doing for you because it is the right thing for you to do and if you're doing something that's not right for you then take the steps and do it responsibly and with respect and consideration of yourself and others to cease doing it and do what you know you want to do you have a chance to change what potentially as I said is a generational pattern as well as take further steps to connect more to the true you and what's true for you. Don't forget to subscribe to the I Make a Difference podcast so that you are notified as to when my next episode is available. Thank you for journeying with me. Allow the freedom of no expectations and doing right by you to guide you. And take care.